0: Well, hi guys. Welcome again to Mama Drama Trauma Academy. I'm Tammy and I welcome you here. You can make yourself comfortable and know that you are in the right place if you are an empath with the mother wound. Today, I want to talk about the mother wound and because we're empaths, more specifically, the six types of the mother wound and why empaths can't get over it. We can't get over it. We are too sensitive. Remember, we're way too sensitive. So let's just jump right into it. In this podcast, I'm going to discuss The mother wound origins, types, how it affects us, and because this is MDT Academy, the inner work we must do to heal it. So grab a cup of coffee or your favorite beverage and let's get started. If you're an empath or someone who can accurately assess how others feel and have the mother wound, you know how traumatizing or dissociating it can be. This is why empaths don't just have the mother wound. Empaths have mama drama trauma. We don't just feel others' feelings. Most people are wired to feel others' feelings or to sense if someone feels sad, mad or glad, you know? Most people can do that. You know, we're human beings. We we are we are connected. We all have the heart chakra you know most of us have it activated Empaths, though a very small percentage of highly sensitive people you want to check out that blog in which i clarify and explain the difference between the two Empaths are a subcategory of highly sensitive people only about 3% according to you know the Amer- American Psychiatric Association classify People as empaths. This is a niche, 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 niche group of people. Empaths sense the feelings cause. Okay. And depending on what type of empath we are, it's effects. Some of us can sense... The effect of someone's sadness, the effect of someone's gladness, the effect of someone's madness. In other words, we can read the room not just a person but the whole vibe of the room and so what's important to know is the difference between mama drama trauma and the mother wound individuals with mdt cannot distinguish between their own sadness so if you have mdt you can read the room but you can't distinguish between the room and yourself Between your own sadness, madness, or gladness, understand, and others. Which means because we absorb the room, and this started in the womb with mama, we can't distinguish between her emotions and our emotions, which is like our baseline emotion is how mama is feeling. We can't distinguish between the two. How she feels is how we feel. Okay, that's MDT. And this causes, most important point, this state creates a constant experience, a constant state of emotional dysregulation. That's normal. People with MDT live with emotional dysregulation, go from one to 10, one to 100 all the time, all the time, which is why we self-medicate in an attempt to balance. OK, so this is what the Academy is designed to address and the individuals MDT Academy is designed to serve and Again, more specifically, because we're empaths. We're into specifics. Give me the specifics. I'm giving it to you. Specifically empaths. Disclaimer. Who are ready, able, and willing to heal mama drama trauma. And that's it important disclaimer. Okay. So let's peel back the layers all the way down to the wound of all wounds, the mother wound. So check out the blog. What is the mother wound? dispose of that blog here and read about the five mother wound types tips tools and techniques to heal it i touch on them here but you can join the discussion about the full breakdown of each type and how to recognize and work with them in the mdthod the mama drama trauma healing oracle deck in the video series as a part of your paid subscription So that comes as a part of that. It came as a shock to me to realize not everybody wants that much detail. (laughs) So, you know, uh, we get into specifics, but not everybody wants to get to the nitty gritty. The people that do, I've learned, are individuals who want to take their own inner healing process into their own practice of therapy or inner work life coaching and so individuals who are on that track really do want to know how to replicate these techniques they need more of a how-to and so paid subscription is really good for that as well as individuals who are on a, a really utilizing the tips tools and techniques of MDT Academy okay so that's what we're about now for a lot of us empaths, it seems like everyone is suddenly one of us, doesn't it? Since all this talk about narcissism and then on the other end of the continuum or empath, suddenly everybody's an empath, right? Nobody wants to be a narcissist. But of course, we all have both energies to a certain degree. Not everyone, again, is a 100% empath. Not everyone's 100% narcissist. And this is what empaths have a natural capacity to do in terms of the detail orientation. It's an energetic one, this yin and yang, because we walk into worlds, the material world and the immaterial world. And so it's weird, you know, this this new world, because we grew up, being bullied or ostracized because of this sensitivity you know we were just too sensitive now all of a sudden it's like we can't go anywhere or watch anything without someone giving us unsolicited advice You know, about how to empower ourselves and, you know, uh, being empath and criticizing our every move, you know, in terms of how we do, you know, our empathy and, you know, it's really a weird space. And um, we do our inner work and heal from these effects again absorbing all of this and doing the inner work to okay okay this is how I feel this is what someone else is saying but this is really you know that that that's a real arduous daily practice but but many empaths are doing it now Because we have to during these times are completely dysregulate and go off the deep end. And so it's a survival thing. But what I'm seeing is a growing number of us in my work and in the world emerging from the shadows as a force to be reckoned with. That's what I'm seeing. This is driving us. These stressors in the current environment that we live in is calling true empaths to this space of empowerment that is real. And the common denominator is a very bold assertion You can read about it in the blog, The Mother Wound. But this bold assertion is not only about why empaths can't get over the mother wound, because it is asserting that no only can we go through it. No, we can't get over it. But we, as empaths, can go through it to the other side, go back, get others, and bring them to the other side. It's a bold assertion that's being made by those of us who have healed. And we are not taking any crap in the process. It's really interesting. When you compare us to healthy empaths, Steve Jobs, Oprah Winfrey, Mother Teresa, these healthy empaths who are born in healthy environments or have healed their MDT like Oprah Winfrey. Yala Vansett, these individuals who have come through and are bringing others to the other side. And now this has begun to percolate energetically. And it is such a beautiful thing to observe, especially in my practice with people. I'm I'm just I'm I'm just really the the entire MDT Academy curriculum is based on this, (laughs) which is why I'm so excited to share it. And so it. Hasn't quite been stated or broadcast until now, but I'm here to tell you you need to know we are leading the pack in pulling a thorn out of the human psyche. We're leading the pack. We've already seen Oprah Winfrey and Steve Jobs and others give us the unimaginable in terms of personal transformation. Now, imagine those of us who have been wounded for years and processing this toxicity for years, the wealth of knowledge and wisdom that we have. Imagine us now emerging from these shadows of suffering To serve. And this thorn. Quiet as it's kept. Hasn't been broadcast. Hasn't been talked about. The thorn of sin. The belief. In sin. thorn in the human psyche that's being pulled. The belief that we are born into sin is bogus. Sin means separation. Missing the mark. What's emerging is a very clear assertion that the only thing separating us from God is a belief that we are. By default, we miss the mark. The mark is our divine birthright to health, happiness, and wholeness. Therefore, the origin of the mother wound is belief in sin. That's the origin of it. The belief in separation. Because to believe... We are born in sin, who gives birth? Who gives birth? That is a condemnation of the mother. That is that that is basically saying that the mother is toxic. And then we're born into this toxicity. I understand teachings on the matrix, the mother energy, the veil of Maya that we're born into. And this is important because the injurious wound to the human psyche, Latin for soul, this Injurious soul thorn has got us all messed up. It has us believing in error. The error of belief is the separation, the error is the toxicity. We are not separate from God. We are children of the great mother father god if you want to talk metaphysically or in a quantum sense e equals mc squared i've written about this there are blogs about it. i mean whatever you want to call it we, there is a unified field of existence that is undeniable <laughs> And to continue to have one's spiritual beliefs based on the bogus idea of separation is what causes it. As a result, there are five types of mother wounds. When the mother is toxic, meaning that it is oxidative, it drains the life force. So there is truth to being born into a material realm in which one's life force is on a clock from the time we emerge from the womb. This is true. But to go to the extreme to say that that separates one from creation is injurious to the soul because the soul animates this body and has to operate through this body. And if it's operating through a body that has a belief system that conditions limitation as it relates to itself as a being in this world and to others, there's nothing but wounding. That's the origin of the mother wound, the the belief in sin. We're convicted and indicted. We brought up on charges before we even get a chance to exist. And it's wrong. It's an unjust indictment. Because it's wrong. MDT Academy is based on an assertion in my healing process, realizing my connection to Great Mother Divine Energy, the intuitive force guiding my healing process. I asked Great Mother if there is one thing after many, many things had been shown to me through the spirit team of angels, guides, and ancestors that have been dispatched to me in my healing process. I asked her, as I was becoming more and more aligned with the light at the end of the tunnel and the desire to support others Through that tunnel was growing and growing. I I, I needed to know. What is it if there's one thing. That I can share with someone. That may not have the time. Or the patience. Or even the interest. To to, to do all the work. But if there's just one thing. That that they could walk away with. To help them in their journey. However they decided. To do it. What would it be great mother. And she told me. You tell them they are dearly loved, divine children of the great Mother, Father, God, who are never judged, condemned, or left alone. And I have worked with this personally and professionally for over 10 years. And that's all we need to know. It is remarkable how each phrase of what she gave is a chakra. And that's what the six types of the mother wound are about. So if if you if you if you know anything about the chakras, and again, there's more detail about this with The daily practice of living and loving detachment from mama drama trauma, working with the healing oracle deck and the subscription basis. But if you know anything about it, you know that as an empath, you feel these energetic frequencies. You feel whether or not you're grounded You feel whether or not your desires align with what truly makes you happy, healthy, and whole. You feel in your gut whether something truly does support your survival or not, whether something is truly toxic or not. You can feel from a heart level whether something is true for you, whether something connects you to that unified field or disconnects you or not. You can feel that throat chakra, that energy of your higher will, your truth, your pure self-expression. Whether or not we do it is a whole nother issue. And even in the depths of MDT, when we cannot distinguish between our feelings and others, we can sense these waves of energy within us that are aligning or dysregulating because remember we exist in a constant state of dysregulation and so when we're not self-medicating when we are in a state of calm and natural organic self-soothing it is through these frequencies So let's start with the Divine Mother Wound. The Divine Mother Wound is about that eighth chakra energy, about 10 inches to a foot above the head, above the crown chakra, and the root chakra. This energy manages our incarnation in the material form at our physical birth and at every birth stage throughout our lives. Okay, so we have birth stages. Each time the sun returns to the month and the day that we were born, which is called our birthday, we have emotional rebirth every time we grow in our distinction between how we feel and how others feel. Every time we do... Our inner work, every time we acknowledge the inner child's pain and we sit with that pain and we process it, these are micro rebirths that are governed by divine mother energy, this eighth chakra, root chakra energy. And it physically grounds us in terms of our five senses, our our change. How we see things change, literally, not just in the inner eye, but our physical eye. How we see people and how we see ourselves in the mirror. How things feel, how how we hear things. It changes each time we evolve, which is why we learn about activating our abilities to evolve at will. Working with the principles of the Divinity Identity Mantra. And in that mantra, Divine Mother is represented by the phrase, I am. Dearly loved. That infinite, eternal source of our being, which is that energetic child of the cosmos. And that dearly loved material child incarnated to feel that love. And so when we perceive divine mother separation or we perceive in the Maya, the illusion, the wounding of divine mother separation, it's a spiritual crisis. It's an internal disconnection from those feelings of maternal bond. We don't have it. You know, there's just a void so deep. It can never be filled because we don't feel loved. We don't even have a sense of who we are. In the world or as a being, it is a space where w- mental illnesses as well as rectal health issues show up. And again, you can go through the blog where it really details it and take these blogs as inserts to a notebook. For our curriculum here, this is going through each of the mother wounds. And I just want to touch on the types here to let you know that, yes, when there is mental illness, that's Divine Mother calling us home. Not to the extreme of material death, but so that we tap into our intuition in order to anticipate our own maternal needs. And we talk about them here all the time. The definition of the mother wound that we use is unmet maternal needs, the three P's. Maternal presence, provision of care, and protection. The mother wound is not receiving the presence, provision of care, and protection that we need. And empaths need a lot. It's just like, um, you know... We always hear that um, kind of uh, narrative about, you know, a mama kissing the boo-boo, you know, you, you know, if you, if you can remember back in the day, you know, when we used to play outside and fall off a bike or uh, running around and you scrape your knee or something like that, we were really lucky if we could run into the house and be tended to with simple affection, Oh, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay, you know, and couldn't even hardly see what it was. It It just hurt, you know, it's foreign to you. It hurt unless of course there was physical abuse and that's a whole nother need for care. So when we look at these things and we realize that the research is confirming that that's all most children need to feel a sense of healthy attachment or trust in caregivers to provide their needs or to establish that our basic needs can and will be met. We come to see how foundationally important, you know, these little narratives about, you know, maternal care and kissing boo-boos and that sort of thing, we, we we kind of see how important they really are. Because when we know that small, unanticipated dangers that are the natural consequence of material life can and will be handled with little effort as we mature and these unanticipated dangers incrementally increase, we're more likely to respond with empowerment because we trust. It's just out of the conditioned. It's a whole different conditioning. It's not a conditioning of separation that somehow we're unworthy of affection. Somehow we are disconnected because we were just born into toxicity and, and all it's a it's a whole different Game, it's a whole different party, whole different mindset, a whole different life. And that's what we're about here. We're about living a divinity identity lifestyle. And with divine mother wounding, we find that the deepest wounding that shows up in mental illness is about a call home that goes unanswered. And it's a repetitive, repetitive call that drives people crazy, literally. And it must be answered. There is a need for guidance, skilled um, support to bring one through that chasm of dysregulation into what that calling is, to clearly hear it and to respond to it. But that's what divine mother wounding is all about. You know, it, that, that's what that's all about. It tends to uh, really show up in a number of situations that have to deal with our own mother's mental illness, and inability generationally to respond to this generational call that is actually in the bloodline to heal. And generations of sickness, of illness, hypochondria, high hospitalization, um, loss of children. And just not being able to heal from just devastating losses. And there needing to be a reframing of what those losses are about. In order to lovingly detach in a way that activates one's true empathic powers. And so we'll go more into that in the um Videos in the um, paid subscriptions because that's, again, more information than most people want. But yes, there are categories of illnesses and there is shock from trauma that has to be addressed through a certain practice of loving detachment. Okay, so there's this unmet need for maternal presence with divine mother wounding. The second type of mother wound is the great mother wound. Now, this mother wound also is a root chakra wound with regard to the Divinity identity mantra, I am a dearly loved divine child of the great mother, father, God, who's never judged, condemned or left alone. Divine mother, I am dearly loved. Great mother wounding is a dearly loved divine is where the wounding is. This is second and first chakra energy dealing with A disconnection with feeling dearly loved, but also this disconnection from divinity that really shows up as reproductive issues, issues with genitalia, uh, elimination problems uh, in the body, those types of things. Now, this is a soul crisis divine mother wounding is a spiritual crisis. This is a soul crisis. This has to do with the soul contract with the mother. And there's a disconnection from self-love and self-compassion in fulfilling this soul contract. There is a mutual agreement to evolve in self-love and spiritual independence. Now, great mother energy is about our religious experience. Religion is How we relate to God, how we're conditioned to relate to God. This is going back to the idea, the bogus belief in sin. This has been mistranslated from the Amharic, the language in which Jesus spoke to the Greek and to the English and all of this. This idea of separation is not a condemnation. It is about entering into the material realm of Maya, of illusion. That is not a Jedi mind trick for the soul. Okay? Especially an empath, which is an old soul. We've been here many times. That's not a Jedi mind trick for us. We know we coming here again. Okay? The veil is the material world is limited in its expression of divinity you know it's just like um it's 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 just like you know you you play a game and whatever game you choose to play you go to an amusement park whatever ride you choose to ride it's not going to be able to take you to the outer limits of your imagination. It's going to be able to do and ride on the rails that it's designed to ride on. And that's what material life is. It's not the same as us being immaterial, in spirit form. That's all it is. And so with great mother wounding, we forget that and we attach to what we experience in this realm as the ultimate reality. This wounding is from the terrible mother experience. The three mother archetypes, good mother, the mother who sacrifices her life for her child, the terrible mother who sacrifices her child's life for her own and the great mother, which epitomizes both energies, the light of the good mother, the shadow of the terrible mother, is where we are stuck in our perception of the mother and our wounding through our experience of the terrible mother disconnects us from self-love and the self-compassion necessary to fulfill our soul contract, which is with our birth mother to evolve in self-love and spiritual independence. So it's a very survival-oriented wounding. It's a uh, soul that is just all caught up in the material experience, not remembering that it's more than that, that it came here to experience the mother wounding in the material form in order to evolve in self-love and spiritual independence. We forget, you know, as spirits, we're undaunted by the calamities of material life. You know, it's it's not the all and end all to us. This is what we do. It's what we do. We we, we we live lifetimes after lifetimes, and we, and we do all kinds of stuff. And um, when we do forget this, we experience constant emotional dysregulation as an old soul who is attached to the material world while being called home. Indecisive. That's what that cognitive dissonance and that dysregulation is indecisive on a soul level. And so that's what we are pulling back the layers from in order to see this more clearly. This second chakra, root chakra, wounding and how that shows up for us in our lives. A lot of times with great mother wounding, We are emotionally cut off um, from ourselves due to this unresolved pain, Um, and we kind of live in the pain of our childhood. We are afraid to show the great depth of love that we do have despite that because of the trauma and this great mother wounding is really what makes us addicts. This is what makes us continuously try to fill the maternal void. We are we're trying to use our soul power. We know that we are powerful. We know we have the capacity to self-heal, but we are trying to do it by external means. Because of our conditioning that tells us we're separate from God. Okay? And so, instead of being able to align with the truth of our divinity, that we are dearly loved, divine, we dissociate from it because it's not acceptable. It's taboo to embrace divinity. See? Who you think you are. Okay? And suffer. Instead of serving, which is what we as old souls are here to do. And what healthy empaths demonstrate to us how to do. So this work of the great mother wound has to do with recognizing that great mother shows up as terrible and good great mother shows up as the lunar cycles it can't always be summer it can't always be spring the birds won't always be singing sometimes there's going to have to be rain in order to water the soil Sometimes there's going to have to be winter in order for the soil to rest. Great mother wounding. Connecting with the divine that transcends the limitations of the physical, which is hard to do when we are conditioned to be separate from it. The third mother wound is, which we are all familiar with is the birth mother wound. The birth mother wound is about the vessel, the body vessel, that ego body that we're identified with. This emotional bond that we have with the mother. The perceived wound is a birth mother separation from the experience of divinity because we do not experience our mothers as divine so our mothers are our first gods the first goddesses that we know first gods goddesses our mothers teach us religion teach us about god we are so that's why the mother is sacred The mother and God are one. That's why it has been taboo since the beginning of time to even utter the word mother wound until Sigmund Freud, you know, and the backlash that he's gotten for a century for doing it up until now, you know, so the birth mother wound is. A disconnection, an unwillingness, or an inability to perceive the mother as a dearly loved, divine child of the great mother, father God, who is never judged, condemned, or left alone. We cannot conceive of her in that way because of the abandonment and abuse she has inflicted upon us, has experienced herself as a result of the origin of the wound the belief in separation from God so denormalizing that belief is how we can work with the tools given to heal we're given tools all day Instagram Facebook whatever you go you know like I said we can't go anywhere without somebody giving us unsolicited advice About what to do, but how we do it is by denormalizing. This is what's on the down low with people that are really healing. This I'm 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 giving you some, you know, this is what it is. This is what people are are breaking free of that misconception, that error. With the birth mother wound, one feels disconnected from the self and others and unable to emotionally adjust in a way that allows them to live in the present. When we cannot perceive of our mothers as divine, we can't connect to her because we are divine. And we are dissociated with ourselves because we're taught that we're separate from our divinity. It is what universally is known as the mother wound, the birth mother wound. That's why. It's an emotional crisis. Emotions are the feelings of sadness, madness, and gladness, plus the thought associated with it. So there can be a room full of sad people sitting around, deathbed but the thought of each person can be completely different which emerges at the reading of the will. <laughs> some people are sad because you know oh they forgot to put me in the wheel other people sitting there crying might be really really sad because you know they're thinking that death means I'll never see this person again another people another person might be sad because oh my goodness gracious you know i didn't tell him i loved them you know all of that is the thought realm that gives the feeling meaning that's the emotion the mother wound is in that realm which explains why siblings raised by the same mother Experience the mother wound differently. There are different thoughts about it, even to the degree some children don't even have it. Not just because there's the golden child and then there's, you know, the, the black sheep child and all this. Some children don't get the same treatment from the mother. But let's say the treatment is equal across the board. This is still true. Some children are empaths. And they're going to be wounded even if there isn't any type of physical abuse, the emotional abuse in and of itself that the mother might not even be aware of because she is reacting and behaving. And her thoughts, the frequency of her thinking is painful to an empathic child. And so the emotional disconnect with oneself And the mother creates this birth mother wound. There's a disconnection even though the emotions are felt because they are not genuinely expressed. They are not genuinely dealt with. They're not processed. And so when we don't process our emotions, there's a disconnect. This is what causes illness. This is what causes imbalance. There's one thing to feel something and there's another thing to actually process it. In other words, to sit with it, consciously deal with it, decide, make a decision. That's huge for empaths with the mother wound, we have to consciously decide to hold on to our thoughts and our feelings or release them on a continual basis, on a continual basis. And diet and exercise really is important for us in doing and facilitating this process. The birth mother wound is oftentimes something that shows up in spending a lot of energy, like our mothers, in trying to protect ourselves. And so with birth mother wounding, there's a lot of energy around boundaries. And needing to create boundaries and the whole struggle of defining what they are, making a decision to define what they are, and then doing the work to establish them and maintain them. This takes up a lot of emotional time, which is why many times birth mother wounding that is very strong. And this wounding is second chakra and third chakra. This is the part of the divinity identity Mantra that is divine child, sacral and gut chakra energy. This birth mother wounding divine child disconnected from the innocence of being a divine child. And wanting to create boundaries around any and everything that refutes it is overwhelming, exhausting, and many times people just give up and just become quite catatonic. As a result, it's just exhausting. It's it's physically, mentally, emotionally exhausting, and you know it can show up as just being too busy. You know. Um, with distractions so that you don't become exhausted. And so instead of becoming exhausted and catatonic, well then I'll just use this, I'll just create nervous energy. Again, see, this is the thing. When we don't process our emotions, okay, that's the disconnect. And so when we don't process it, the energy is still there. And so are we just going to allow it to kind of um put us in that catatonic state or just distract ourselves from it with 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 toxic relationships bring on more toxic relationships that's all I know and so since I'm not processing my emotions and dealing with how I really feel well I don't have any new tools because I'm not learning any, I'm not reconditioning myself, so all I know how to experience, again, this limitation because of a belief in separation and unworthiness of missing the mark. As opposed to, I am a dearly loved divine child. A divine child has a birthright. You know, like royalty has nothing on divinity. Divinity. We have a birthright to be happy, healthy, and whole. So whatever does not align with that, it's not an issue of fighting with it and becoming exhausted about it and all of this. It's just that defines it in and of itself. What's allowed in my energetic space and what isn't. It's just that simple. It's not a fight about it. It's just, that's just what it is because that's what I use my energy to maintain. That's how I process my emotions. When I'm not feeling that divinity, I sit with that and examine how this energy got into my space, why it got into my space. And in the beginning, it will be all about mama, (laughs) which is why we need time and space to process. When we're dealing with birth mother wounding, we need emotional grounding. We need a daily practice of mood tracking, as I just described. The Mama Drama Trauma Healing Oracle Deck is designed for that tracking. It is a self-love and spiritual independence process. It's a process of one being able to not only distinguish between our emotions and others, but to define what our goals are in situations and to recognize the divine support of our angels, guides and ancestors in that situation at that particular moment which can change and so it depends on the type of commitment one has to their healing process because It really is a daily process. It's a daily practice of building self trust. You know, we have to learn how to perceive the world as that safe, responsive place. This is not about magical thinking. Even spiritual bypass, pretending to attain a certain level of spiritual aptitude or evolution that, that has not been earned. It's not about that. It's about a daily practice of proving to oneself one's capacity to experience our birthright, to be healthy, happy, and whole. Birth mother wounding completely devastates that capacity. It's an emotional crisis that we have to decide to heal. The fourth type of mother wound is earth mother wound. Now let's get back to doing the chakras first on this. Now, we talked about Divine Mother wounding being the eighth and the root chakra. Great Mother wounding being the root chakra and the sacral. Earth Mother wounding is the sacral and the gut chakra. Earth Mother wounding is the gut chakra and the heart chakra. It is the part of the Divinity Identity Mantra that is child of the Great Mother Father God. Child. Earth Child. Of the great mother, father, God, earth, mother, father, sky. Earth, mother, perceived wounding. Again, separation is a lie. We perceive earth, mother, separation as a mental crisis. Now, This mental crisis is experienced as birthright dissociation. This dissociation is a result of the mental illness from great mother wounding. Okay, so great mother wounding is a type of wounding that causes earth mother wounding. Earth mother wounding is a result of collective consciousness, collective emotional consciousness creates the weather. The weather that creates climatic trauma is from soul trauma. That's the power of the collective vibrations that we have. These natural disasters. It is a wounding in which we do not trust that the world is a safe place and more importantly the earth is treated as a commode basically um it is treated that way because we perceive the earth to be a dangerous place it's a threat versus being the supportive Environment that it is in reality. Because we don't know our power. We create all these problems. And we don't know our problem again. Because of the source. Of sin. Being the conditioned belief. We keep acting like we're separate from God. So we keep experiencing Separation from God. It's really that simple. <laughs> it's really that simple. And so that's why we need to heal so that we can stop the suffering and serve this planet to get out of this hole. Earth Mother is crying. Earth Mother is dying, but best bet, she is going to resurrect. It's us getting thrown off. This wounding is in the gut and in the heart chakra. We know it. That's why everybody's anticipating impending doom. We know it. It's associated with ulcers, diabetes, pancreatic issues heart issues issues with the lung chest arthritis hands circulation blood pressure what are these un? what do they call it um, unknown death causes and all this kind of stuff is all associated with gut heart chakra we cannot treat what has been divinely given to us for our health happiness and wholeness like a commode And creating all of this anxiety, shaking the planet, creating all of this atmospheric trauma and and being like like we don't know why it's why it's going on. This is when this is what happens when we're dissociated with our soul and our divinity and believe we're separate from God. To reverse this loss of power. From the root chakra all the way up to the heart chakra. Stand on the ground. And if you can do so barefoot, all the better. Close your eyes. And enter into this space of... while standing on the ground to enter this imaginary plane and will the earth into being your planetary playground. Visualize the chakras leaking energy from the heart below as it expands to surround the earth and breathe. Maintaining this vision, allow it to finish spilling out of the body until your aura completely encircles you and the earth. Breathe. Feel yourself animating the flow of the oceans, rivers, waterfalls, and lakes. Breathe. Listen. Feel yourself as the wind blowing, the breeze rustling, trees, and your gut as the molten center of the earth. Breathe. Allow yourself to feel the powerhouse of energy supporting transformation and unification within you as you know exactly when and how it needs to happen. Open your eyes. You are embraced by Earth Mother. If you would like to read that meditation... Through the blog to the Earth Mother Wound. For the fourth wound, the Motherland Wound, this goes to the heart chakra as well as the throat chakra of the great Mother Father God who is never judged. So with Motherland wounding, There is a separation that causes a material crisis that is actually a disconnection from the other or it's an ego identity attachment. That causes difficulty experiencing healthy personal or monetary exchange between oneself and others because of an inability to see self and others as dearly loved divine children of the great mother, father, God who were never judged, condemned or left alone. So there's a lot of judgment with motherland wounding. There is a great love, gratitude, appreciation. For the land, for the social connection to the land, the tribal, familial, community, national, uh, cultural, uh, religious connection to the land. But this self-imposed separation from oneself due to an over-attachment, over-identification with this group land identity creates imaginary boundaries. Uh, We think in terms of national borders, think in terms of creating uh, invented religions, invented, you know, we all have the right to live and to be wherever we want to live and be and believe. But motherland wounding, limits that because it says no you don't I get to decide my group decides what the right way is to be because we are the group that's associated with God we are the chosen ones this wounding is really what we have showing up a lot of in terms of not being able to share you know um believing that we're better than other people and there's this whole cultural um dogma and indoctrination to justify it that's all imagined it's all it's all created out of this very uh sub um divine way of living it's about separation completely and we are healed when this war within ends it's really an internal war that's showing up as an external one it's really an over focus on external connection to the degree that we feel that we can relate to others and it stops there We don't allow any other connection beyond that point. And so it's very difficult for us to ask for help. You know, that concept of asking for help one doesn't do if we presume attack from others. This is a wounding that is the source of all wars and therefore forced human migration and immigration and all of these things that disrupt the experience others have an opportunity to connect with Earth Mother and to create their own sense of social connection and motherland identity this is an imbalance with that and so the daily practice with this is all about focusing on that inner wounding it's this throat and inner eye chakra energy that really shows up in terms of um circulatory respiratory with the heart but it's also about creative self-expression you know that's where we see you know manufactured music and everyone having to sing the same and dress the same and do the same thing and and there is less and less unique expression and individuality that's allowed And people feel less free to do that. There's a lot of thyroid imbalance. And we see this a lot with middle-aged women going through menopause, which is not a natural um, disorder. Menopause is not experienced by women between the ages of 45 and 65 all over the world. It is an imbalance that is caused by the motherland wound. Those ages, what is natural, what what is in the natural order, is for the woman to become more creative, for the woman to become more expressive, for the woman to step into a sense of self-mastery, With regard to whatever she has spent her life developing. Be it mothering. Be it sewing. Be it crafting of some kind. Be it writing. Be it drawing. Be it gardening. And sharing that with others who are developing that craft. That are coming along. That's what's natural. But instead in motherland trauma. We see a holding on to a youthfulness that has passed and a collective identity that's associated with a physical strength that is always ready for battle, competition, etc. So with motherland wounding, the inner work is about reassessing the need for competition in one's life. What is the career now? Career transitions into life purpose. And this is not a dilemma. This is about just tapping into what is natural within us and respecting the divinity, no matter how small it seems. There's going to be someone, some niche that connects to that and that needs that. If that were not so, you would not be. Motherland wounding also shows up as an overwhelm with just practical tasks because we haven't decided, we haven't assessed that. We don't know what our value is with motherland wounding. It's all about the motherland. You know, it's like moving house over and over again. It's always finding that external comfort. And at a certain age, you don't have that energy anymore. You're not 15 anymore. You're not 25 anymore. You can't keep on moving moving to this external criteria for how your value is meaningful or should be assessed. There's an age, about 45, 65 for women, where we are to be clear about that and to live from that space. And so this wounding, um, there's an overwhelm with feeling like, Oh, I have too much to do. Too many people are depending on me. Why? Because they're depending on an external value that you have of yourself as opposed to that internal joy, that health, happiness, and wholeness that makes you feel that way and will be supported. This throat and heart chakra energy is of the great mother, father, God, who is never judged We're never judged for that, which means that there is no penalty for being who we truly, truly are. So we have to weed out those thoughts. The daily work with motherland wounding. As with others, it's weeding out those thoughts. But with motherland, it really is news zone, weeding out what does not feed your soul, weeding out what disassociates or separates you from other people, weeding out what is making someone else your energy, weeding enemy, weeding out what is taking your energy, weeding out, weeding. It's a daily weeding out. And to the point where some people don't even watch it. You know, I do. I choose my sources, though. I choose sources that are in alignment as closely as possible with divinity identity. New sources that tell exactly what's going on in the world, but in a way that empowers a sense of duty, of loving detachment, and of Action that is healing for the world. So, this daily weeding out is how we heal the war within to heal that motherland wound. And finally, the fifth is other mother wounding. This wounding is fifth chakra, sixth chakra. It has to do with who is never judged and who is never condemned. Now, this wounding is about the indictment of sin upon us that we receive grace for in the form of surrogate and adoptive mothers but do not perceive it that way so this perceived other mother separation is a maternal attachment crisis we're attached to our perception of what our mother should be and in all of these cases we have a certain perception of what the mother should be and we interpret not Experience our our mother that way, be it mother lamb, birth mother, earth mother, divine mother, as a indictment upon us. An indictment that we are, in fact, indeed sinful, as opposed to experiencing this lack as an invitation to become more self-aware, as an invitation to step up. To our divinity identity. Especially as empaths. This other mother wound. Is a void. In self identity. And walking between two worlds. The material and the divine world. Really requires. That balancing point for us. To be clear divinity identity. In this physical form. It's an important piece. Of intentionality that is hidden, but we have to reclaim this profound sense of who we are in order to emotionally regulate. Other mothers in the form of mentors, teachers, aunties, grandmothers that we feel somehow Unworthy of us, or that we are unworthy because we don't have quote unquote the mother, creates this fantasy mother that simply doesn't exist. And this is why empaths can't get over the mother wound. Because we walk in two different worlds, we really do believe in divinity identity. That is our core belief. We've lived enough lifetimes to know that that is the truth of existence, that we are dearly loved, divine children of the great mother, father, God, who are never judged, condemned or left alone. We live too many lifetimes. We've come through too many things. We've seen seen too many miracles. But just like any other old person, we're tired and irritable and we just want to go home. The problem with that is that we have to now prove that we've lived those lifetimes we have to prove to ourselves and to our soul that we have the mustard. We have the goods. We have the juice to stand in our divinity in the material realm. We can't just, you know, know it in our spirit. We have to live it. Other mother wounding is an invitation for us to do that. And these other mothers Trigger us to do that in ways that we haven't done in other lifetimes. We always feel like something's missing with other mother wounding, like we do with divine mother wounding. But this shows up in the throat and in the inner eye chakras associated with our ability to perceive and conceive of the truth. We really do get confused and confounded around this and um we see people through a a lot of uh extrasensory or or mystical visions our clairvoyance um we can observe chakras and auras and have precognition and out-of-body experiences and and things of that nature that tend to alienate us more because of a belief in sin and separation. We think that somehow this is a dark thing when in actuality, we are being called to our gifts in order to transcend material attachment. That's why we don't have the birth mother. Is it's a lifetime of learning to live in loving detachment from any and everything that would make us feel that we need anything beyond our divinity to live our birthright of happiness, health, and wholeness, including having a birth mother this lifetime. We have to evolve. You know, it's just like in in, in life, you know, you need your mama more when you're a baby. It's just that as a soul, the mama becomes less of a physical material reality as we mature. And it becomes more of a spiritual reality, the mother. That's all. And empaths are old souls. But when we are attached to the birth mother, we can't evolve and we are emotionally dysregulated because we are refusing to let go. That doesn't mean that we don't love our mothers. It means that we completely love our mothers, regardless of how she shows up, because we know The mother of all mothers because we see her. We feel her. We go into the realms of the yin, of the reality, of the innermost. And we accept it. So that we can serve as healers to bring other people through. We ain't got time to be stuck in this all Lifetime long after lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. We got to get out at some point. But how do we get out? By asking for help. Other mother wounding is assisted by our angels, guides, and ancestors like you would not believe. They know. And they have been specifically assigned to us to assist with this specific issue. They know exactly where it hits, how we're triggered by it, what assistance we need. All we have to do is ask, believe, and receive the support we need to get through it. It is an evolutionary karma that we must energetically process. Every step we take to do it, they take two. Every step that feels like we take that goes back, they take us forward 15 steps. The next time we try to process again, it is one of the most magical wounds to heal the other mother wound. It is an inner work that invites this internal communication that establishes and maintains a daily practice to strengthen our sense of self-reliance. We are supported in this process. It is loving detachment on steroids. And so no one is going to understand you like another person doing inner work around the mother wound. So it's just going to feel alienating. It's just going to feel lonely. A lot of people feel motherland wounding even more people feel earth mother wounding. Look at the world and all of the climatic trauma that's going on. People are in flux because of it continuously now. Many, many people are beginning to assert and release mother wound denial around the birth mother. But with other mother wounding, it's a very special space. It's on the other end of the continuum of divine mother wounding, but both of them have this really special connection with the mother of all mothers, because it really is at the heart of the wound of all wounds, this mother wound. When we have a boo-boo And we get nicked and we get hurt and there's no one there to kiss it. Nothing is okay. But when we know there is no separation... And we walk between the two worlds of the great mother, father, God, the great mother, that Maya, that illusion, that deeper spiritual truth and that great father, law, logos, material manifestation. We walk one step at a time, each step between the two. And we know that we know the final phrase of the mantra that we are never alone. And it is through the angels, guides, and ancestors that we receive support to heal them all, all of the wounds. And so we can reconnect using the Mama Drama Trauma Healing Oracle Deck, especially because it really teaches us how to activate this communication on our own terms. And work with these variant energies that come through as gods and goddesses that have been on this path of healing the mother wound. Including mythologies of surrogate mothers. We've heard all of these mythologies about the mother and they were married to this and it wasn't their child and this and that and that. All of this has been since the beginning of time. And in one form or the other... Whatever religion you want to mention, there is a belief in the separation from God. And somehow we have to earn our worthiness, which just isn't true. And if anyone knows it, it is us empaths. We know all is love. I hope that has been useful for you in this podcast. We really did want to... um, Or rather, I really did want to be sure that we covered um, parts of this discussion on the mother wound that we always touch on in one way or another, all in one place. The five types of the mother wound and why empaths can't get over it. Why? Because we have to go through it. We have to go through the very origin, the root of the mother wound. We are very spiritually grounded as healed in And so to get there, we have to know what that source, that spiritual grounding is, and that is the belief in sin. I wanted to be sure that in talking about the wound of all wounds that I always refer to as the unmet maternal needs of presence, provision and protection, that this shows up in different types of mother archetypes, as well as energies. The signs of the mother wound and how they show up physically and energetically for us is really important. Again, it's all laid out in the written blog. And of course, if you are not an individual with MDT who is ready, able, or willing to heal it on your own, seek and get professional help. Remember, we must ask for help. Those of us, particularly with other mother wounding, we have to ask. That's one of our evolutionary lessons. There are costs. There are consequences for not healing. And why should we pay them when we were born with the capacity to heal? We just need the support. And that is the purpose of MDT Academy. Thanks for listening. and. Thank you so much for doing your inner work to end your own suffering so that you can realize your truth as a healer and as a servant to others in the world. Until next time, in the meantime and in between time, remember, Great Mother loves you and I do too.